Hey guys, what's going on? It's Chris, and welcome back to my podcast, Chris Behind the Mic, Season 2, Episode 2. Are you guys ready? I mean, I hope you have your popcorn and your candy and you're relaxed and ready for a great episode. So many of you know I'm a huge fan of TikTok. I absolutely love the funny content that gets posted on there. And TikTok was actually the big reason why I came across this week's guest. So you know, I'm sitting in my bed, typically like everyone else, and I'm scrolling through my For You page, watching a bunch of funny videos. And then I come across a live stream, and I've never had that before. So I'm sitting at home, and I'm super interested, right? Like, I'm like, I want to join this live stream. I need to learn about this. And so I clicked on it, and it was, of course, Brooke and Pippa. And the funny thing is, is as I'm watching, I'm noticing so many things. Like, Brooke's bed was in the back, and then Pippa was on the bed with all their camping and car necessities. So here I am thinking, does Brooke and Pippa live in the car, or are they traveling? So I knew I had to learn more. So with how interested I was, I did just that, and I want you guys to learn about them as well. So I'm going to hand the mic over to Brooke, and they're going to introduce themselves to you. Hi, everyone. My name is Brooke, and I am 30 years old and travel with my nine-year-old beagle mix named Pippa, and we travel in my Honda CRV. It's a 2004, and her name is Sheila. So we have a lot of fun traveling full-time out of a Honda CRV, which most people would not expect since van life and bus life and RV life is so popular. Uh, we travel a little smaller than you would expect. But that's the best part. Like, I think that's what makes you and Peppa so unique. Like, you guys are the coolest, and I absolutely love your story, Brooke. And like you said, RV life and bus life is definitely getting more popular, which for sure it is. Um, but we don't see a lot of people living in the back of their SUV cars. So being able to watch someone document their life while doing it is so awesome. And many of us are all so used to living the same lifestyle, right? Like, we live in a house, we have a full-time or part-time job with our families, but not a lot of people see it Brooks type of lifestyle and living in the back of their car with their dog traveling the world and for me personally I think it's so fun to learn about things like that and listening right now I'm sure we can all agree that many of us would not be able to live this kind of lifestyle in our car so it definitely takes a lot of guts and I'm sure many people can say putting money towards a house is way easier but think about it that's normal that's the regular way of living why not make things different and try new things that most people wouldn't have the courage to do. And so, of course, Brooke, this wasn't just a random thought in your mind, and there's always a good story to something that you're passionate about. So why don't you share where Brooke and Pippa and this car journey all started? Pippa and I's journey of getting on the road is a long one, but I'll try to make it short for you. <laughs> I actually got back into car camping back around 2018. I grew up camping and RVing and things like that, but I had never done it by myself. And so Pippa and I would take little weekend trips and camp out of the back of my Mazda CX-5 that I had at the time. So it's a midsize SUV. And I fell in love with it. And we started taking longer trips in Colorado. And I was a hairstylist. I owned a small little studio uh, salon and I was really busy. I was, you know, working 10 plus hour days and running your own business is definitely um, time consuming. So I was spending more and more time away from Pippa. But then um, when we would have those little moments that we would get on the road and do those traveling, uh, it was just so freeing and I loved it so much that when the pandemic hit, and closed my business, unfortunately. 
And losing a small business is already such a big challenge, and for many people, it drains them completely. They have no motivation to do anything else. Because if we think about it, that's losing your income, but then that's also taking your passion away from you. And I'm sure, Brooke, that hairstyling was definitely a passion of yours. And I know a lot of hairdressers, they tend to get very close with their clients. And so I know having that taken away from you wouldn't be easy. Now, all this hard stuff and challenges did not last long for Brooke. They made a big decision that would change their life and chose to do something really, really cool. So why don't you explain, Brooke, what was next for both you and Pippa? Um, I decided to buy an RV. So I sold my Mazda and I bought an old 1991 Toyota Winnebago and we got on the road later that summer after renovating it a little bit when my lease ended at my apartment and we actually got on the road in that RV. We spent the rest of the summer and the fall in the RV traveling around and living the RV lifestyle until unfortunately one uh, weekend we were showing the RV. I was actually planning on selling it and we had uh, spent the weekend at an RV park and Pippa got attacked by another dog at that RV park. I ended up then selling the RV to the first person who came to see it that weekend to pay for Pippa's medical bills and to move back into a rental so she could heal. She was really struggling um, with the use of her back legs and couldn't jump up into bed. So we had to do a little bit of rehab. So we kind of took a break from traveling, unfortunately. In your situation, Brooke, I think it was the best thing for you to do because, of course, Pippa is such a big part of this journey. So you want to make sure that she's also involved. And if we think about it like this, a whole lot of people live this RV and bus lifestyle. And for many people, the whole goal is to travel really, really far while they're driving in their RV. But for Brooke's case, I'm so glad that you were able to be closer to where there was hospitals and healthcare, so that way you could get back on the road with Pippa. And I'm sure you were itching to get back on the road again because you love your car lifestyle, obviously, and you were paying close attention to Pippa's health along the way. So what made you realize that you knew it was best time to probably get back in the car again and start traveling? When my lease ended at the place we were renting and she was good to go, we decided to get back on the road and I was, you know, exhausted from the last few months and from the pandemic. And I just wanted to do things a little more simply. So I figured I already had purchased the Honda CRV to be kind of just my getting around car when I was um, living in that rental. And I figured why not turn that into our new home? So we got back on the road in the Honda and I built her out really, really simply to begin with. It just had the seats put down and a little piece of wood in the back so I could have a mattress and that was it. And over the last almost year, we've been in the car now for uh, a little over nine months, we have evolved now to almost a completely different looking car. It's completely differently built out. And I no longer have the back seats or a passenger seat. I have a bigger bed and I have a fridge and a full kitchen. So essentially, you just made a little home environment within your car as you and Pippa travel. I think it's great that you're able to do this all by yourself. You know, you created a little mini apartment in your car. And as you're all listening right now, think to yourselves, if you went out to your car right now, if you have like an SUV type car similar to Brooks, would you be able to live in it? You know, if you remove the seats, if you get a small fridge, if you get a mattress, would you be able to do it? I would not be able to. Like, I know that already. I wouldn't be able to do it.
We have just really ran with this. And honestly, it's the happiest and most stable I have ever been. I can totally understand that because while you're living in your car, you get the opportunity to travel with your dog, which is so awesome, and you're away from the crazy world. You have that independence, that quietness, so it's definitely worth it. Okay, so as I mentioned earlier, Brooke, many of us have the same type of lifestyle. You know, we wake up, we go to work, we come home, we have dinner, and then maybe we watch some TV. But what does your day-to-day look like living in a car with Pippa? So my day-to-day living as a car camper and full-time traveler is honestly different every single day, which is, I think, why a lot of us choose this lifestyle. Um, A lot of us don't like routine. We don't like to be in the same place for a very long time. And we like to have flexibility in our schedule and our work and all of the above. So every day usually starts with some sort of caffeine for me and a walk for Pippa, which is great. And then after those things are done, we kind of get to choose what we want to do with the rest of our day. Uh, For a lot of people, I think that beginning phase of learning how to slow down and really just enjoy your time being open is kind of a struggle for some. And I know it was for me at the beginning. I was so used to, you know, working as a hairstylist and owning my business and go, 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 go. When now all of a sudden my days are so slow and I get to take my time. That is a really hard adjustment, especially for anyone that's kind of in that go, go, go lifestyle, like you said, because they're so used to working. Their hands can never be empty. They have to have a schedule of what's going to get done when. But in your lifestyle, Brooke, it's completely the opposite. You can just sit back and relax. Now, keep in mind, that's a lot harder than it sounds for some because many of us do love to be busy. And the only time we really get to relax is a Sunday night or a Saturday evening because we're so busy during the week. But I can totally understand why you took this step in your life, Brooke, because I'm sure with how busy you were during the pandemic, you just wanted to sit back and relax. And this is the perfect way to do that. And it's just really interesting how life can go from one end of like the hustle culture spectrum to basically I joke like I live like a retired grandparent at this point. (laughs) I you know, wake up and go for a walk with Pippa with my coffee or my energy drink. And we, you know, wake up in nature every single morning. We don't have to gear up and go drive to a trailhead. We get to walk around beautiful places just right outside of our door every morning and get to explore or listen to podcasts and just sit outside and read or go inside and watch TV just like you would in an apartment. Or I spend a lot of my time on TikTok. That's where I have grown a lot of my following and have a lot of my social time. And so I live fairly normally, I would say. For sure. You definitely have a lot of things that we have living in our homes. You know, we're all addicted to TikTok, so you definitely have that under your wing. But I gotta say, I'm certainly seeing a lot more pros with this car type of lifestyle and way of living. Because you get to get up in the morning, Brooke, and open up your door and there's beautiful nature. I mean, we can all say if we looked outside our window in the morning, we probably wouldn't see that. Let's be real. The only time I would be seeing that is probably if I was at my cottage that I go to every summer in Port Elgin, Ontario. And that's still two hours away. So you still have a drive to get to there. You don't just get to wake up to it like Brooke. 
Now, I know many listeners will agree if you think about your family. Many people live the busy lifestyle. Everything always goes so, so quick. But do you find with living in your car that things are really different? I definitely don't live as fast-paced as I used to. Uh, I do still work. So I do work doing YouTube and TikTok. And I'm trying to get back into Instagram Uh, But I do also have a few freelance jobs that I've had since the beginning of the pandemic. And so I do log in and I do clock in those hours. I know there is some sort of weird uh, stigma around or like assumption that people who live on the road don't work, but we still have to pay for gas and we maybe have less bills than others, but we do have things that we have to pay for on the road. So maybe I don't have to work quite as hard, but I do have to make an income. So I probably spend, I don't know, two or three hours a day working. Uh, So it's definitely not as much as I was used to. And you don't have all that paperwork. You don't have all that tables full of computers and electronics and all of that. But you're still making sure that you're able to find some work while you're on the road. Now, I'm sure many people are thinking, how does Brooke get power in their Honda CRV? It's definitely a lot more difficult than it sounds, but Brooke has made it really, really easy. Here's a TikTok of how Brooke and Pippa managed to get power while living in their car. How I get power traveling and living in my Honda CRV full time. Blue Eddie was kind enough to send me an EB70 power station that is 700 watts and 716 watt hours. This gives me enough power to charge my phone, my Kindle, even a small fan on hot days, Pippa's nail grinder my flat iron and i even discovered i can run my hair dryer on low so i can do my hair in the car but most importantly i can power my 12 volt fridge there is even this wireless charging pad on top where i can just set my phone and be charging wirelessly and there you have it so you can make power while living in the back of your car and brooke has done everything to make sure that peppa and them have a great life back there so i'm sure after living in your honda crv with pippa there's definitely a lot of challenges that you would have faced because let's be real it's definitely a very different lifestyle you lived in an apartment before and there's definitely a lot of things that you have to adjust to so why don't you share some of those with the viewers so that way they can understand your perspective a little bit better As far as challenges go, it's just kind of getting used to the balance of not having a routine and craving one at the same time, Um, especially when you live your life online a little bit. I feel like I have to justify sometimes taking time for myself still to people who wonder, you know, what we do all day. And sometimes you do just want a routine and you do just want to slow down your traveling. So it is a little challenging to balance your life out like that. But now that I'm coming up on two years on the road, I have places around the United States that if I just want to chill out, I don't want to have to think about what campsite I want to go to next or where the next grocery store is. I can go to like a traveler centric town. Like I can go to like Flagstaff or something like that in Arizona where I can camp close to town and I know where everything is. There's a Planet Fitness there so I can go shower and I don't have to think twice about my day instead of, you know, trying something new every single time. So there are ways to combat that and I do take advantage of that. Uh, But most of my challenges come from 
living my life online as a TikTok creator. I do a lot of live streaming on TikTok and I am just obviously open to a lot of internet opinions and <laughs> that can be a little rough sometimes, um, especially since people are very, very harsh on TikTok. I can vouch for you there, Brooke. TikTok can definitely be very rough. I feel like any social media platform, there's always those people that whenever they can find a time to hate, they're going to take it. And it really sucks. Especially with your type of platform and with what you're all about. I'm sure you started this whole journey and started documenting it all so that way you could inspire the people around you. You're showing people your 30-year-old self with your dog Pippa and that you get the opportunity to travel while living in your car. Like, we all think that's so cool, but there's still those odd haters that are trying to find things to hate on you for. It sucks. It's so sad, honestly. But the reason we need more TikTok creators like you, Brooke, is because you're not letting them bring you down. You're like, hey, I've got almost 75,000 followers that love my content and want to see me keep going. It has been pretty challenging to adjust to learning what I want to share with the internet and what I don't want to share and what I like to keep private and what, you know, I let people in on because I do want to help people at the end of the day know that if they really want to do something like this and they really want to travel, that you don't have to spend $100,000 on a brand new van or an RV or something like that. You can still do it with the car that you have. Uh, so I do like to make it traveling and the nomad life seem more accessible for people but that also comes with some of the scrutiny that's involved as well so I feel like honestly uh, that's just been my biggest uh, online challenge and I'm sure you have all different kinds of age groups watching you because TikTok is great because it brings in all different kinds of people so you're definitely being an inspiration as I said and there's a lot of younger people that I'm sure want to try this out one day so they've got Brooke the influencer to help them out so of course this is the way that you're living right now in the back of your Honda CRV we did talk about RV and buses do you feel like you might lean closer to that way in the future or do you think you'll stay in the car forever or in that sense what is next for you so we are actually planning on saving up for a bus now i had always thought that i would probably stay in the honda for two years which is probably how the timeline will work out i just have been going back and forth for a really long time of what my next upgrade will be and i've decided on a either like school bus or some sort of other bigger vehicle that's like a shuttle bus uh, because of the fact that I'm I really want to be able to customize it and I already did the RV thing and I didn't enjoy it as much and I just really want a little bit more control with how I get to you know lay out a brand new blank slate vehicle um, so we've decided over the next year, we're going to save up for the, a bus and hopefully by next winter, I can build it out um, while I'm staying stationary for the winter out in the desert and just take my time with it. So hopefully that will be our next move. And then obviously diving deeper and deeper into YouTube, TikTok, and any kind of other social media um, opportunities. I just am really focusing on that and hoping to stay on the road as long as possible. Oh, this is so exciting and so much fun. I can't wait to log into TikTok one day and I'll see Brooke driving their bus. 
And we can't forget how much space a bus has. Like, Brooke, you're going to have so much room to deck it out and make it all about you and Pippa. So worth it in the end. Well, I want to give a huge thank you to Brooke and Pippa for joining me on today's podcast episode. I had so much fun learning about living in the back of a Honda CRV or a car in general while traveling. So much fun. And like, I really want to do it, but I feel like I wouldn't be able to. There's definitely so many pros, but I'm so glad that you and Pippa are enjoying the journey. Now, always remember, you can find Brooke and Pippa on social media. Their username is at Brooke and Pippa on TikTok, and their Instagram is at Brooke and Pippa one And that's where you can find all the details on this fantastic journey of Brooke's. If you're listening right now, go follow Brooke and Pippa on TikTok as well because they're almost at 75,000 and then 80,000 and then it'll just keep growing. So go give them a follow right now. Thank you so much for having me on your show. And I hope all of your listeners enjoy hearing about Pippa and I's journey on the road. If anybody wants to check out any more of our stuff, I really recommend my YouTube channel. It's just Brooke and Pippa. And it gives a lot of insight info about other questions that people might have about our lifestyle. And definitely you can check it out to be able to see a car tour of what the inside of my car looks like. But if you want to have fun and interact with us, I go live all the time on TikTok. We're just at Brooke and Pippa. And thank you again for having me on your show. Thank you so much, Brooke, for taking time out of your day to join me. I knew as soon as I joined your live stream that I wanted to have you on my show for an episode. And yes, Brooke and Pippa are live all the time on TikTok. You get a little bit of a glimpse into living in the Honda CRV, which is so much fun to watch. So turn on all their post notifications and everything like that. Do all the things so that way you can stay connected with them. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of my podcast, Chris Behind the Mic. Always remember, you can stay connected with me through social media. At Chris Behind the Mic, everything I do and all the updates on the podcast will be on there as well. Don't do anything too crazy, and I'll be seeing you guys on the next episode of the podcast. Peace out!